0: All right What is up? We got funk and focus urban dance and dialogue We doing this whenever it pops up. I'm doing recaps lately We're gonna talk about the strutters room today Um, I've been blessed lately. I've been able to go to some amazing events jack-of-all-trades now the strutters room, you know, I, I thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of keep people in the loop of what these types of events are like, you know, just in case somebody wants to check them out themselves at some point. And um, just give you guys some insight on what's going on at some of these events that aren't fully hugely supported at the moment. Um, before I get started, um, follow at Funkin' Focus, at Urban Artistry DC. Um, Check us out on uh, Funkin'Focus.org, also UrbanArtistry.org. Got a lot of stuff going on back home as well. We got the Transformations All-Style Battle, July 27th, coming up. And also we're collaborating with Red Bull for Dance Your Style on July 20th at the Howard Theater. So we got all kinds of stuff happening, but... Like I said, today is really about the Strutter's Room, and I want to make this about dialogue. I don't want to just talk and talk and talk. Um, These things are always better when you guys are throwing questions out, you know, and as someone that was just spending time at the Strutter's Room out in uh, the Fillmore District in San Francisco, you know, if you're someone that's kind of interested in strutting or You know the culture behind that or the people to connect with you know you can feel free to throw questions out during this dialogue because that's really the whole point so we got my personal instagram at future assassins and we got funk and focus live on youtube so you can be on the youtube to tune in and throw questions or you can throw questions about strutters room right here on the instagram so i'm just going to go ahead and get started at any point you guys can thorough question if you'd like. So the strutters room is pop tarts event. Okay. Lonnie green from San Francisco, um, and Palo Alto. He does it every June. Um, he lines it up with the Juneteenth festival. Um, so it's a celebration of Juneteenth and it's a celebration of strutting and it's basically a week long camp. Every day, there's about two to four hours of strutting practice. Um, It's a lot of dancing. (laughs) The strutters room is a lot of dancing. You definitely get your money's worth. Um, This year, it was dirt cheap. He hardly charged anybody, like, anything. It was, like, $150 for the whole week, you know? So, I mean, this is, like... A full experience—it's well, well, well beyond worth that amount of money, and just to support someone like Pop Tart in his cause is really important. So you know, Pop Tart has the BRS, and that's for the Oakland Boogaloo, Richmond Robot, and in San Francisco Strut, to kind of come together as an alliance and a movement. So this week festival kind of like focuses around that. It usually has some different representatives from different styles. And even if they're not like at the camp, you're going to meet people from Oakland and different places in San Francisco and Richmond. This year, we met tons and tons of different people. The camp is really amazing because it's so geared around the people, it's so geared around the culture of the city and the people. It's not just a five, six, seven, eight type of class in the classroom only. Yeah, you're learning like strutting in depth with, uh, routines because it's a performance class you're going to be going out and performing this strutting routine out and about in different places but it's also a very much a cultural experience from the stories you're going to get from pop-tart the places that he's going to take you along the way um basically he's he makes it a community experience so for instance the main performance day is at the juneteenth festival if you don't know anything about Juneteenth, it's the celebration of African-Americans gaining freedom in this country. And even though the Emancipation Proclamation was declared in 1863, it wasn't until 1865 and on June 19th that the news went down to Texas. And um, once it went down to Texas, then the last folks were finally freed. And now every June, there's the Juneteenth festivals all over the U.S., Now, these dances being so connected to black power and African-American cultures and communities like the Fillmore, which is one of those communities, um, it only makes sense to celebrate strutting on the Juneteenth Festival. So on that day, it's a huge parade in the Fillmore district and we performed four or five times. Like we walked from one end of the street all the way down. We just stopped at different places and we had multiple different performances. It was pretty dope because Pop Tart was like also doing his rap performances. Like he has like a small album of tracks that he uses. And we were, this time we were mostly focused on like strutting on his, his tracks. But as we walk down the street, like you really get, he's introducing you to people of that community the whole time. You're meeting strutters from back in the day. You're meeting people that he just grew up with that remember him as someone that really liked dancing more than them, but they also could dance too. And everybody's greeting him with the classic strutters greeting. They're all going up to him like, what's up, Lon? Where you at? What you got? Everybody's got this neck roll and they all know to hit hit a pose. They all know it's strutting. They all know what Fillmore is. It's just a part of their culture. So whether you're an auntie, a grandma, a grandpa, you know, or someone that he, he went to school with, like, you're, you know about strutting, you know it because it's just the culture and the dance of the people in that area. So, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Uh, there was even one OG that like, just kind of came in and hit like one quick move. And then he just literally walked out the building, you know, like it happened so much. We interacted with so many OGs and people that are a part of this, this community. People that we met this time, it's so many. We were walking down the street. We saw Mad Toy and Boogaloo Dana. We were walking down the street and uh, Plik Plock had brought one of the guys from the Astrons around. We were walking down the street. We ran into Bernard from Diabolical Soldiers. Uh, we ran into Troy Reagan from Live Incorporated, who's like an OG to Pop-Tart. Um, and Live Incorporated is like one of the groups that pioneered the way for San Francisco strutting as well as many other groups, which you learn about in the camp. So the first day was just talking and he had Mark Williamson, who's his story is like, he's like a freestyle dancer from the Bay and o- Ohio, I believe at Cleveland, I think. And he's like creator of the running man, that's his claim to fame. And it was uh, Rio robot and pop tart and they had a panel and they were just talking about different aspects of dance. Then Pop Tart went through each of the A list San Francisco strutting groups and kind of broke down what each group was known for. And one of the things that strutters were known for that's really starting to resonate with me is like the details of the costuming, the detail of like the movement matching certain themes in the music and props and, you know, custom. He talked about custom a lot, like this trip and. It was amazing, like these guys were fourth, fifth graders, middle school kids creating these elaborate costumes, just custom built from wherever they could get it. And they looked super fly and they had brims that nobody had, they had goggles that nobody had, they Had everything was custom. And that's like a huge strutting thing, you know, and every group brought a whole different element. So the first day we talked about that, we danced a little bit to Live Drummer. You know he had live drums going because that's important the live element with the music and this dance being so connected to funk so like that was huge too then throughout the week we were just training and training for this routine and man the details are so important like this time especially The character behind each move and the detail of where this is placed and how much you're pressing on your body and how you're standing and how high this arm goes and then exactly where it goes out. It is a very disciplined style. When you go to the strutters room camp, you're going to learn the discipline of strutting. And trust me, it is not as easy as just doing this. It is so much more than that. There's so much intricacies. And subtleties to strutting, it's crazy. It's its a real craft art form. And its you can't just duplicate it by watching. You have to go to San Francisco, to the Fillmore District, and link up with people like Pop-Tart. And, I mean, this Strutter's Room, it happens every year in June. So if you guys haven't checked it out before, check it out next year. It's usually June, like, 11th through the 17th. Or whatever week Juneteenth falls on so man it's an experience you go on a, we will go on a yacht cruise and we hit the routine on the yacht as we're going under the Golden Gate Bridge you know we hit club nights and we hit the routine at clubs like he puts you in every setting you can possibly be in to like hit this routine and do it well And by the end, you feel really good about it. You feel solid, like it starts to sink into your body. So I think for me this time, the detail of the style and the characters, okay, this move has to feel like this, this one has to feel like this. And that's the thing that's really dope about strutting is that it can be whatever you want it to be. It could be debonair, it could be sweet, it could be hard, it could be mechanical, it can be animated, it can be so many different characters. And when it comes to doing it as a routine, you have to know what those characters are. And even doing it solo, you have to know what you're trying to make it look like. It has to try to look like what you're trying to make it be, if that makes sense. Otherwise, you're just moving. You're just, doing, you're just moving around. So we came across tons of OGs. Also, we came across a guy named Rob Love. I can't remember what group he's a part of. Maybe live, but don't quote me. And he had a really original Fillmore style, and he knew the the routine from Demons that Pop Tart showed us, and they were just hitting it on the street. Females were dancing too, like they were strutters, like they came in and they were just like strutting and vibing and then grooving. Like everybody could strut. It's a cultural experience. It's well worth going and just soaking up that environment. It's. It's an experience. It's not a workshop. It's not classes. It's a full experience with stories, club nights, meeting people of the community, dancers and non, and performing all day at Juneteenth and seeing the Fillmore District in the Bay. You know, Eventually, he wants to get people that stay in the Fillmore in a certain hotel and so that you can be in the Fillmore the whole time. And you don't have to even leave if you don't want to. So it was, I, I'm just saying highly recommend it. Now I'm going to keep going to another topic here a little bit, but i um, still based on strategy room, but a little different direction. Remember, if you have questions, well, this can be a and I want this to be like a dialogue thing. So shoot some questions about the camp or about you know, even strutting, I'll do my best to answer it. I am just a bridge to that community. Same with Rashad, you know, we do it and we take pride in how we do it as well. But we are not the masters of this thing. We are humble students and participants of this culture and this style. So we're really a bridge towards people like Lonnie, you know, Pop-Tart and, and others now because we're linking with more people now. So, Also another really nice thing for the strutters room this year is that I got to hang out and interview Boogaloo Dana for the preservatory project. And I got to interview Kearney from the Black Messengers. And uh, we learned some, some things from Kearney as well. So those interviews will be coming out. I'm working on just like getting the intro and the ending set for those. And I'll put those out. Boogaloo Dana was awesome he's got a really great memory he can still show and demonstrate some of the things he was demonstrating like the way that he does the robot and then the different types of dinosauring and the dinosaur era which is something that's the animation from oakland you know like they were already doing animation they didn't call it animation but you know um they would be like oh he's doing that king kong or he's doing that dinosaur and that those things stuck, but those are all the animated characters from the Ray Harry Hawson movies. So they were imitating those. So the interview with Dana, he talks a lot about that. It's really, really nice. Um, and uh, Kearney was amazing. Kearney just went in. He was just talking about all of his stories from the past, epic rival battles and showdowns, like what why, why they started swooping, why they started hitting so hard. I mean, he goes he goes into a lot. And man, if you haven't checked out Kearney Mayers, you really have to. And the crazy thing is seeing him live, it's way different than seeing him in the videos. This dude is hitting hard. Like so hard it impressed me. Like I, I haven't been impressed by oh wow, that's a really hard hit in a while. You know, after this many years of popping, you don't get like Oh wow, that hit was so hard. No, this (laughs) this motherfucker could hit hard as fuck. Like it was, you felt the energy exuding off of his body. It was so crazy, and you know he was trembling and vibrating, and then still hitting at the same time. We asked him about worming. He started rolling and worming his chest. Then he started vibrating that, and then he went boom, 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 and he hit the sounds in the song. It was, it was mind blowing. I'm just gonna say it. Like he blew my mind. I was like, whoa, this is something special. And wow, I was I just wasn't ready for it. So yo, check Kearney Mayers, the Black Messengers, and check Chuck too. He also hooked up with some of the students, um, the Strutter's room students reached out to him and he met up with them as well. So those guys are doing awesome things. We definitely want to support like all the communities out there in the Bay. All the OGs have incredible stories that we can be learning from. And so, you know, strutting is just one of them, but it's a huge piece to the puzzle and there's so, so much to it. Um, Yeah. Link up with Pop-Tart as well. He, He is the guy that, He was the young kid. He was the Fillmore kid, right? He learned a lot from all of the A list groups. He can list the A list groups in San Francisco. And he can, you know, he can show you freestyle form, solo form, Strutton and Fillmore. And he can show you group. And he's got a plethora of knowledge and experience. So, man, just reach out to him. If you need to reach out to me or Rashad to connect you to Pop Tart, go ahead and do that because this guy he's just on another level. Like he's, he's just got a lot of information and, uh, we appreciate him and we enjoy building with him. So shout out to pop tart. Um, uh, also wanted to give a shout out to some of the people that supported and helped with the strutters room. Uh, Ramon from hip hop Congress was like the rock of the program, you know, shout out to Agatha shout out to the folks that came from Europe. We had, uh, Three from Finland, um, Maya, uh, Petra, and Huin. Shout out to them for supporting. Shout out to Jordana, Ronya from Sweden. Jordana's from Holland. Um, shout out to Sydney for coming. Um, we had a lot of different students. Um, we had students from here, Hikari showed up and supported. Um, and Sam was out there from the Bay. He was he was in there, and there was a couple other people that also were were doing it as well. So shout out to the people that are coming from overseas and supporting what he what Pop Tart's doing and and getting that experience. And they'll tell you too, it's an experience. It's not <laughs> it's not just a class. So um, I think we got some questions going. So I'm going to just get into those real quick and then see if we get back into anything else that I was going to talk about. But so Raj1509, can you tell us history of strutting difference from other styles like popping and basic moves? So Raj, that's a huge question, but let me try to give you some basic information. Everything comes from Oakland Boogaloo. All of the movements come from Oakland Boogaloo. It spread from Oakland to San Francisco, to Richmond, to different places in the Bay Area, Berkeley, Sacramento, which is a little outside the Bay Area, down South Bay, which is San Jose, eventually down to Fresno. The style and the moves that you know from popping are connected to the moves of Oakland Boogaloo, right? So that means that strutting has a lot of the movements from Oakland Boogaloo, too. Now, what Strutting did different was a couple things because they created the Fillmore dance, which came from, from what I know, Ben James's style of Oakland Boogaloo. He moved from Oakland and San Francisco, and he had a style of Oakland Boogaloo that inspired people to start doing this Fillmore dance, you know, where they're swinging the arms and stepping with that Italian and that little hop, and then people would spin. Everybody in San Francisco has a Fillmore, and everybody's Fillmore is different. I got the Fillmore Champ shirt. I got this down there on the at the Juneteenth thing. So, you know, I'm trying to rep Fillmore too. But basically, strutting is a mixture of Oakland Boogaloo, the Fillmore, and it has a lot to do with mechanics and robot too. I'm sure there's more to that. But when I'm looking at strutting, I'm looking at, I'm seeing a lot of those three things, and I know Pop-Tart can go into all of those. He can get mechanical. He could do pure Fillmore, and he can mix in the Oakland Boogaloo with it, the rolls and the worms and the swoops, you know. So strutting has the same moves as Oakland Boogaloo, but it also has some differences. Popping has the same moves as Oakland Boogaloo, but it also has some differences to just the way people tweak things eventually. You know, then you got different camps of popping, of like these people call these moves this, and they call it popping. But then there's people in Sacramento that call it popping and had different names. And there's people in San Jose that called it popping, and they might call this step shuffling. You know, uh, everybody in the Bay calls this step shuffling from what from what I've heard so far. But you know, the thing is, all the moves started in Oakland in like their baby phases, and then just developed from there. So that's kind of how that happened. And now, what you have is like the culture of each city being a little bit different, and what those dancers and crews were inspired by in those cities being a little bit different, give you the subtle details of changes for the difference between Oakland Boogaloo, San Francisco strutting, popping, Richmond robotting, sacking. Like, it's all subtleties, but the moves are all the same. You're going to see stop motion. You're going to see robots. You're going to see isolations. You're going to see rolling of the body. You're going to see some basic footwork. You're going to see some animated characters. This is what Boogaloo is. And Boogaloo became Popping. Jay, what up? What up, Jay? Uh, When you dance, what characters do you personify? always try to figure out your character or what story in your head is. Nice personal question. So I guess I have a few different like basic ones that I really like. Um, I like to flow, like when I'm like gliding or even tutting, I'm very, I can be either very fluid and, and flowing, um, which is sort of like just continuous motion that can kind of explore and find different places to go. Um, I like to keep that still mechanical in some way, like bouncing from flow to flow, but just to be fluid and smooth and flow through things is one thing that I really like. that character for like tutting. I use it a lot for gliding. I use it a lot for waves. I like to flow. Um, Even the way that I use my robot or strutting, it's like it's flowing from thing to thing. It's always moving off and bouncing off of things. So, you know, that's kind of that flow vibe. Um, but also, I like to, since I do other styles of dance and I don't just pop, I also like to take things out of the robot. And I know there's a lot of OGs that don't like that about w- what I do, you know, because they're very driven on technique and they want to see the mechanics and the hit. And But I like to bounce. I like to groove because of Rashad and all the people that I'm inspired by that are dancers and jokers and things. So That's why you see the funky tutter like when I'm bouncing with the tuts and I might put extra rhythms and bounces in the strut like those things are like a bouncy vibe. It's like hip hop. It's like a hip hop vibe in some way, you know, but it's more just like grooving and dancing. So like that's the boogie boy, you know, we call that the boogie boy, me and Rashad. So I got the boogie boy character. I got the like fluid, like smooth character that I like to use a lot. And then there's like, of course, the hard character with like hard hits, hard stops, you know, like creeps and just like to show heaviness and like being really solid like a machine. You know, this is where the mechanics can come in and the hard stops and this like sort of like gangster hard banging character can really come in. And I like to use that too, you know. Um, but there's there's so many. There's way more than that. I have personal characters that I that I work with. I have one called Fireworks, you know, that me and Rashad worked on years ago. Uh, AV 5.0, which is another one me and Rashad worked on years ago. Um, I have so many. I'm always making characters. It's what I love about dance. So I mean those three that I listed are just three general things for popping that work they always work and same for strutting whatever you want to call it it works um, for that for this style this boogaloo popping strutting robot and style those things work um, so yeah we can talk more about the personal ones offline you're welcome Raj um, I am Jose Carlos can you perhaps direct to a documentary that talks about fashion in strutting, or in general, fashion like hats and gloves, was wondering where the white gloves come from, or if they have a meaning. I definitely don't know enough about that to fully answer it, but I'll say this. There's a documentary called Take This Hammer that James Baldwin did, and it's about the inner city youth in the 70s. In the Fillmore district in San Francisco and what it was like growing up in that era so if you want to learn about strutting you got to learn about the people and that's a great way to learn about the struggles of the people in those neighborhoods so check out take this hammer for a documentary now in terms of fashion there's no documentaries on fashion in strutting but pop-tart knows a lot about it Agatha has a book with images of different strutting groups and you can see the pictures you know? So if you reach out to her, you know, or pop tart, you might be able to get more information on the fashion because like he, like he said, it's custom and it's very particular and it had to match your song and it had to be detailed, it had to be something that nobody else had because you customized it in a certain way. So it's very important. Um, now let's see the gloves. So, I mean, The gloves obviously show your hands more. You know, it it makes it very clear. It blocks off an area so you can see the difference between a color here and it pops versus the color here. You know, so like color-wise it makes it pop and you can see what you're doing with your hands. There's so many styles in Boogaloo that have to do with swinging the arms and strutting has that same element, you know. So, you know, and tutting and hand tricks and things. So like using your hands, it's very important, and white gloves just enhance hand styles and, and showcasing that. Now, I don't know how much this is 100% correct, but the white gloves I feel like also have to do with the jazz era and this dressing up type vibe, which had to do with black folks trying to uplift themselves and not have the old image of the South which was the torn jeans and the overalls and kind of like the messed up hair and stuff like that. So like they, they started to say, okay, we're free now. Now it's jazz. It's not blues anymore. So now we're, we're uplifting and we're wearing dress clothes. We want to look like we fit into the upper echelon in some way and the gloves fit into that character. So this sort of like classy vibe, you see it in the jazz era and then you see it in the music and the soul music And with Motown and stacks, and people were just trying to look clean and fly and wealthy in some way, you know, maybe. So that those gloves that comes from 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 jazz and from the traditions before. And this this idea of like uplifting and showing your worth through your fashion in some way, too. So, you know, that's what I have to say about that at the moment. I'm sure there's a lot more information you can get on it, but really good question. Uh, Locker Mr. Han, what are some of the challenges in strutting? Um, For me, some of the challenges were the difference in like how it feels compared to popping because I was so used to like just hitting and, and stopping. And this has a whole different type of mechanical swing to it. A lot of the time and then when I got so into the mechanical swing and the robotics like then I started to feel restricted and I didn't feel free so I think another thing is like first to get the form and the mechanics but then to get the freedom back and that's where I'm at now is trying to get that freedom back in it so it's not always mechanical and and resistant in some way because strutting can really be whatever you want it to be but how do you open it up and make it as free as electric boogaloo is? That's the question because electric boogaloo, it's so dynamic. It can swing, it can extend in opposition. It can roll really big. You could take it any direction, any level. Strutting has to be the same. That's why I say like strutting and where it is in the world in terms of it, it's reemergence. It is in baby form. Everybody is a beginner mt pop is good but he's also fusing so pure strutting is not fusing styles pure pure strutting you know i mean of course you could have your own style and mix it and that's cool but if you're talking about like pure san francisco strutting you got to know how to fill more so you know there's like things that make it what it was in its origin story then there's things that make it part of the evolution. So we got to know those differences. Um, and, uh, you know, right now, everybody's just doing basics, like not even, not even good basics. Like it's strutting has so far to go in the big picture around the world. Like it's, uh, (laughs) yeah, I'll just say that again. People are okay but there's a long way to go. And I say that for myself too. I have a long, uh, I'm going to be a student of this for a long time. So, you know, we got a long way to go in terms of like the level of where we're at with strutting. All right. Jay's got another question. I want to see poppers dress up to their nines and old way Vogue dancers get together and go at it. I think that would look so dope. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like the era of like people dressing up, um, I I I do miss that. Like during the, like the electric boogaloo boom, there people were dressed up, but they were just copying what other people were doing. But at least they were dressed kind of nice. Like now, there's a lot of like raggediness in popping. People got like ripped everything, and kind of like doesn't really accent the movement. Like I I want to see people use clothing to like enhance what they're doing with their movement. You know. That's kind of the genius behind it. That's the reason behind it. One of the reasons, too, is to enhance your show, enhance your performance, enhance your solo. So, you know, I love what how the Vogue folks go all out with that. It's so dope. And uh, I like when people go all out with popping, too, with, with dress. But you just don't see it a lot anymore. So you start the movement in Chicago, and I'll start it here. Let's get people to, like dress in some interesting outfits that make their their popping better (laughs) i hope hope it will help all right jay says yes like during the harlem renaissance era looking debonair classy clean and refined The secret nightlife and speakeasies that's where the outfits started coming out nice thanks for for adding to that i appreciate that You're welcome, John, Mr. Han. All right, we're going to make our way to the YouTube. Let's see if we have a question on there. You guys keep throwing questions and stuff or comments um, about the strutters room this year or strutting. All right, Pat Eastwood said, congrats for the jack of all trades when your rounds were on point. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. I uh, I had a great time at Jack of All Trades. I went live about that like a week or two ago um, because, yeah, this is an amazing event. And I, I think I'm going to go live about Book of Styles probably next because we just did Book of Styles this uh, past Sunday and it was a huge success. And it's, um, you know, it's connected to Jack of All Trades. Those are brother events. So we got a lot of like, big stuff coming up with those those events so shout out to jack of all trades and monster pop and uh rashad and i will be telling you more about book of styles soon uh mason what up what up how does going to this event help you interpret the spirit of the dance great question um the first thing that it does outside of interpreting the spirit of the dance is just you feel you feel the spirit of the dance like so outside of like interpreting it for yourself it's that first step of what's needed which is just feeling what it is you can't feel the vibe and the spirit of of something without being in that environment so to feel what struggle really feels like you got to be in the film with the folks that innovated pioneered it and see how they interact see how they talk see how they dance together watch how they walk down the street listen to their stories this is you know the whole big picture of the spirit of the dance it's bigger than just in the spirit of while they move and then interpreting that in your own way so like when you see like the things that excited them some of that stuff's left out the costuming in strutting is and is left out in popping people don't people don't go full out with props and costumes so you know that's a part of the spirit of the dance so when you see what's important in them you start to reevaluate what's important to you dancer or how you can bring some of that stuff back and carry that spirit on you know so you know the importance of the music the importance of, like I said, the custom with the costuming, um, the way people dance—like they don't over-technicalize things; they just kind of get down. Even like when women would pop in the cipher and just be boogieing, and then sh- a little bit, and just like go out laughing—you can tell they're just having fun. It's a celebration, and sometimes we forget that dance was built for that in that environment. And because of that, so, you know, like, I think to feel the spirit of the dance, you go there, you'll, you'll feel that and that's going to inspire you. You are you, you know what I mean? So like, to interpret the spirit, it's just about being yourself still, but trying to carry on, you know, those traditions and those things that inspire you just be inspired, just go be inspired and take those small steps to, you know, have your growth in some new way. You know, and that's it. You don't have to like figure out what the spirit of the dance is to you right away. Sometimes those processes can take time. So, you know, let it sink in. The first time I went, I was just I was overwhelmed and I didn't understand all the stories. And I didn't understand a lot of the details. The second time I went, I understood the stories better because I might have heard a little bit the first time. I knew certain things were gonna happen when we were walking down the street at the Juneteenth festival. And then I got more details with the routine, understanding that finally understanding the characters better, which is making my solo better and making me think me and Rashad about the characters or even how I make a, a tutting routine with one of my students and thinking about the character behind it. Like it's inspiring and changing me in different ways. So, you know, just let it take it in each time you have those experiences little by little, but you know, yourself in those environments to have those experiences because they they will help you change and alter what you do in positive ways um george funk porg funk george funk i don't know what it is any difference between the strut of san francisco and san jose well you know you just got to look at the videos and answer that for yourself you know like um there are very different approaches yes there is a big difference in in the way it looks in the way it feels um and uh there's so many different people doing it in san francisco that you can't even define it what it is because everybody does it different san jose i don't know i have to ask money b or um bryce or sam If there's different styles of San Jose strutting, I know what the Playboys do is like their interpretation of San Francisco strutting is San Jose strutting, right? And they do it in a certain way. Now, San Francisco, for sure, because I've seen it with my own eyes, every single person has a different style of San Francisco strutting. So to label the differences between San Jose and San Francisco, it's going to be a lot. Because so many people did it did it different ways in, in San Francisco, and the way San Jose does it is very much different than all or most of those people that I've seen. So yes, there's differences, but there's differences in style, individual styles. So it, it's a, it's a lot bigger than uh, let's say because most people are talking about like Playboy's and like Pop Tarts way. But when we get into that, we got to remember that it's so much bigger than the Playboys in San Jose. There's more people from there. There's people that came from before them. Same with Pop-Tart. And he talks about those people a lot, the OGs that came before him. And they all had separate, different ways. So, you know, what I've learned mostly so far is from Pop-Tart, which is San Francisco style and, you know, Pop-Tart style. You know, I have a lot of that, but I'm studying a lot more people too, especially lately from San Francisco, um, because it's where the most varieties of that type of thing are. So, you know, but you know, if you go to the Bay, hit San Jose, hit San Francisco, hit the Fillmore, meet as many people as you can because that's just being open-minded to culture and perspective. So we, we want that. Uh, Jay has another question, which I appreciate because she's getting dialogue going. What did you take away from your experience? What changes are you making from your experience? Okay. One is the character thing it was such a focus on the details and the perfection and the characters. This move has to this, this move feels like this. This is like we're saving the world ultra meaning and purpose behind it. So I'm one, when I'm making routines, even if it's not strutting, I'm thinking about the character of every little move and I'm thinking about perfection now. This has to be here, but it can't be here. It has to be here and it has to be pressing against the body. This has to come all the way up to here so that when we do this as a, and it has to feel mechanical and strong. You want to make that feel mechanical and strong. So it has to be that detailed or else it's not A-list strutting. You know, like this is a disciplined style. You have to have discipline to learn this thing. You can't fake strutting. A lot of people are trying to. You really can't. It's really easy to see when you're faking strutting, you know. To to the eye of people who know. To the eye of people who don't know, they don't they don't know. So it doesn't matter. It's like someone that doesn't taste the subtleties in wine, and they just drink every glass is like, oh, this tastes the same as the hundred dollar bottle, the five dollar bottle. You know, like probably doesn't, but. Some people have better awareness of that because they've trained themselves to understand the thing. So anyway, the characters for the routines, and that goes for the solos too. The solos, I'm I'm really diving into characters with the solos instead of just oh, go. It's not the moves. It's so not the moves. <laughs> and I've always known that, but I'm just starting to understand it better now. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is like Fillmore styles. I'm becoming more aware of like the way different people hit the Fillmore. And that's inspiring me to tweak and change up my Fillmore to have more different approaches to it, not to have more moves to it, but to have more approaches to it. So, you know, I think that's good stuff. It's a little bit more advanced than adding a new move is adding a new persona or flavor to mix into what you do. So I got that too. Um, yeah. And then Pop-Tart wants me and Rashad to like get everybody that we're teaching and working with to understand the universal routine. So if you ever see this routine, this is the routine that was like all of our students. So that whenever all of the students of pop tart or us link up we can all hit that routine together no matter where we are around the world so you know i got to link with rashad and and talk about that but that's something pop tart suggested and is hoping from us but he he wants us to teach it in that way now where it's extremely detailed with making things look and feel a certain way um and outside of the Strutter's Room, learning from from Kearney and interviewing Kearney and Dana, I just learned a lot of new information about those two particular stories. I know a lot more about the Messengers, and I know a lot more about Dana's story and animation to them. And yeah, those interviews have a lot of good stuff, and I'll, I'll be putting those out like fairly soon. So, (laughs) you like the wine reference? Nice. Uh, This makes me feel better about character development and really sinking into being who you're acting, dancing out. Yeah, and I think like you Vogue already, so you kind of get that with that style. And it almost feels like popping is so much about the moves and the drills, and you got to practice this hit, and your hit's not good, then you're not good. And we got to get away from that and we got to get back into the characters. It's why nobody wants to pop anymore that's young that's under 21 everybody wants to turf flex jook crump you know those styles have character and they have freedom and popping is like oh you got to do it this way oh do it like this or that's bad technique and this is good technique or it's like okay no one's going to follow you if you keep doing that but it's but some of that is needed too for preservation and tradition but you just got to know who wants that information that's not going to sink in with everybody. You got to know when to deliver that to the right person. And something we talked about recently was like, if you can't reach a group of younger generation, sometimes you can reach one of their peers that will influence them. Because once they see one of their peers doing something different, then, you know, they might adjust and change. So, so anyway, I'm going on a tangent, but I'm glad that makes you feel better about character things because that's what Boogaloo popping animation, all of this is characters. It's it's all the music. The music has a character. So we have to have a character. So that's dope. Mason, would you say people are just posing instead of being a character? Hmm. I'd say, I wouldn't say posing because people don't really do the posing style but people are just popping instead of being a character like Mostly people are just popping their muscles and then accenting sounds. That's what popping has become. It's really boring. Just popping your muscles and then wiggling on beats. We're going to pop our muscles and wiggle on beats. That's what we do. Welcome to the popping world. Oh, by the way, you have to drill a thousand hits before you go to bed tonight. <laughs> it's like, fuck this. <laughs> like, people don't want to do that. So, you know... In popping, people, uh, popping is missing rhythm, and character, and freedom. <laughs> That's what I think popping's missing. But Jack of All Trades and Book of Styles is bringing it back. I'll tell you that much. So, if you want a Book of Styles qualifier in your country or in your city, just hit us up. Same with Monster Pop for Jack of All Trades, because these events are changing the game. They are changing the game big time, and they've already been influencing people for nine eight nine years so it's already making huge changes um let's see yeah Jay I got to teach you the routine when are we gonna do some classes or when are you gonna come to DC or when am I gonna go to Chicago so I can show you the routine and then we can you know pop-tart will be so happy if someone from Chicago has the routine too Groove in nature, we should unite crump and popping. I think that's already happening, man. There's a lot of people that are mixing those things. And crump has an element of bopping in it because Tide Eyes was inspired by bopping Andre's chest bop and he he added that into the crump style. So, you know, crumping is an offshoot of popping in some way. Same with jooking, it's an offshoot, it's inspired by popping. Same with flexing and turfing. Popping inspired so many of those styles. They're kind of like cousin styles in some way to popping because they really like, uh, they inspired, they inspired them because it's the era before the era before hip hop is funk and popping. And, you know, the other styles too, that, that inspired what came later, but you know, hip hop, crump, flexing, turf and all that's inspired by popping and the different styles that came before. So, you know, but Clearly, in crump popping is an element, so those two things already go together well. And it's interesting to see people really pushing on that um, and using the connection between that more. It's going to make poppers better for sure, and could make crumpers more uh, diverse and interesting if they knew how to pop too. And then they mixed it, it'll be an interesting thing, all right? So let me see if I have anything else. Uh, I did want to say that um, people tag me and Rashad, calling us Master Strutters, and uh, <laughs> that's great. But um, R- Rashad's a lot better than me. I'm pretty cool. I'm good. Like I could strut. I'll battle some folks in strutting and Fillmore and all that because I know I got some shit. But you know, like to be to be honest, like we are a bridge. That's what we do in urban artistry and funk and focus. We become cultural ambassadors and a bridge for the communities that the dance comes from, the people that it comes from. Like I said, the strutters room was a cultural experience being in the environment where it comes from, where people on the streets knew it and were doing it. And we met OGs walking down the street casually. That's being in the environment. Overseas, you don't get that unless you go and Go in that environment, you'll never understand what I'm talking about and how important that is. You'll never, never get it. And you'll never be able to really do strutting. You just you just can't. It's not possible. Like there's some people that are very talented with imitating, and that's good. And you can be good. You could be good at it. Let me not say that. Let me take that back. You could be good at it, but you'll never fully understand the why unless you go. You'll never understand the why unless you go. And that's very important in your growth as someone doing this and especially as an educator. Let me talk about that real quick. There's a lot of people teaching strutting and I'm pretty sure it's uh, you should check in, check in with some folks if you're teaching strutting because uh, this is, we don't want this to be the next electric boogaloo And I don't mean that as a bad thing. I mean it as like so many people just teach it with no like talking to the sources that it gets watered down. And over the years, Electric Boogaloo has become watered down because when I first started doing Electric Boogaloo, there were some badass Electric Boogaloo people. People were trying to be like jazzy and skeet and all of them. But now it's it's not the same. Don't get me wrong. There's still really good people that are doing that style. I'm just saying the more this happened with any style doesn't even have to do with electric boogaloo. If people are teaching a thing and they're not connected to the source, they're just teaching their imitation of something. And, uh, let's teach instead Something that we're connected to personally that we have our own personal variations of. Let's be rooted and grounded in something. So, you know, if you're teaching strutting, just check in with some folks about that. Because there's, there's folks that might not be too happy, you know. And um, there's also folks that will want to support you and want you to do that and spread that message. So do it in a respectful way. Check in. And talk to folks about like, oh, should I be teaching this already? You know, it's one thing to teach it to friends. It's another to be getting paid to teach it when you don't know anything about it and you're just imitating it off of the Internet. So. Check in. I am Jose Carlos. Imagine popping would been approved to be part of the Olympics 2024. What would that look like? Any thoughts? Well, we'd have to create a judging system. Because right now popping doesn't have a judging system, and that's going to upset people, and it's going to make some people happy. Anything being in the Olympus is exposure, so it's mainstream exposure for for uh, the world to see something. But you know now there's going to be a lot of miseducation because that's just how it always goes when you mass produce or to the masses, it gets watered down in some way. So we're going to need more. Bears to keep that thing alive and make sure that it lives in respect to where it came from in some way and at the same time let's let it grow and change let's let it let's let things go to the olympics and just make sure the right people are involved and they're making decisions that's not going to be mental to the tradition um okay we got something on youtube this is the last question because the live's going to end in a second oscar what up man Could you give some names for strutters from San Francisco that should be more known than what they are right now? Names that are unmentioned that should be mentioned. Awesome. Great question. Names. Troy Reagan from Live Incorporated. Ben James from Live Incorporated. Larry McDonald from Close Encounters of the Funkiest. uh, Larry McDonald from Demons of the Mind. Mark Elliott from Close Encounters of the Funkiest Kind. Monty from Monty and the Mechanical Midgets. The 3D Kid, cousin of Pop-Tart, one of his mentors. Um, uh, Plickplock's from Richmond, but look up Plickplock. Um, if you don't know Harry Berry or A1, I'm surprised, but Harry Berry, A1. Um, groups, Live Incorporated, Close Encounters of the Fungiest Kind, Demons of the Mind, Monty and the Mechanical Midgets, The Electroid, The Mechanical Magicians, uh, Granny and the Robotroids. Look up Granny and the Robotroids as well. Terrible Don from that group. Um, I have to double check if Terrible Don's considered a Strutter or a Boogaloo. I think he might be a Boogaloo because that group was half Oakland, half San Francisco. So I got to check, do some inventory on that. But um, yeah. Uh, Marcus Lindsay. Marcus Lindsay also is really really nice, um, strutter from San Francisco. So I hope that helped. I threw as many as I could, uh, key people to get in contact with Oscars asking great question. So I'm going to do that with the whole Bay area because I don't have so, so many connections. Lonnie green, pop tart, get in contact with him. Click Plock from Richmond. Get in contact with him. He's a representative. William Randolph, the third, Oakland representative. Get in touch with him. Boogaloo. Get in touch with him for Oakland. Dub. Get in touch with him. Chuck and Kearney from Black Messengers. Get in touch with them for Oakland. Boogaloo. Um, Monty from Montana Mechanical Midgets. Uh, let's see who else can we reach. I have connection to Troy Reagan. I have connection to or not, I don't know how active those two are, but they're people that I'm trying to build and bridge with, uh, uh Faso media circus, Faso for sure. Um, San Francisco Boogaloo Dana media circus, um, from Oakland. Definitely. I mean, there's so, so many it's, it's crazy at this point. If you can, I haven't been able to, but get in touch with Ben James from Live Incorporated. He's on Facebook. All of these guys are on Facebook. So, yeah, it's um. there's a lot of people. And if you need help, hit up myself or Rashad. And I just want to say before I end this that we have online classes. Rashad and myself teach online Skype It's an education program. You sign up for at least four classes to get a full experience. And then you can continue those four classes as you wish. We build curriculum for people. It's not just always tutorials and it's not just drills. It's battle tactics. It's building personal styles. It's whatever you want it to be. It's history. It's tradition. It's the full package. It's music education. Hit up Rashad. Hit up me. And to work let's do some some programming and uh yeah we go in into these communities so that we can spread these messages so use us for what we're doing good which is being involved in the communities where not everybody wants to go not everybody wants to do that work and not everybody has a chance if you're from overseas so hit us up we'll tell you more about the strutters room we'll tell you more about strutton, bay area styles Tell you more about electric boogaloo too, if you want to. You know, we we respect all these styles equally. You know, we got an event called the Book of Styles for that reason. So check us out. Follow at funk and focus, follow at Urban Artistry. And if you want to do classes, hit me up, hit Rashad up, inbox, whatever, email. I'm out. Thank you guys for your time. And uh I'll catch you on the next one, which should be a book of styles. Recap. Peace out, y'all.